0: What's going on, everybody? It's your main man, Mickity, 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 Mac. It's Mark Cunningham. Thank you for tuning in to the TG3 Podcast. This is The Good Guy's Guy. So that means I have to bring in somebody good to give you a guide. Today, my guest is another one of my friends. Uh, We go back to Ohio, actually. Um, Got another Buckeye in the house, even though I'm a Wolverine fan. So let me tell you a little bit about how I met Arch. Again, Archie... uh, of all the things that he likes to do and all the things that he's good at, he's actually, he's also a musician. So back in Ohio, I find out that Archie makes beats, Archie, you know, does live performances, had a chance to go check out some of his shows, had a chance to listen to some of his music, grade A stuff, top dog. Um, move out to California, find out who's out here. Also, Archie as well. We connected a couple years um, after we both have been out here, linked up, you know, vibe was good it was like we never left ohio so i'm very happy to have him on the show glad he took out the time of his busy schedule to be here so ladies and gentlemen welcome my guest for this episode <laughs> archie smith
1: yeah man i appreciate you man i appreciate that intro Bro. um yeah we do we do go way back it's yeah, crazy man. i was <laughs> thinking back on some of them old early shows i was doing
0: yeah like, when you you were um what did you do in that in that you were you, were you on a, like, what instrument did you, refresh my memory, what were you, uh...
1: Uh, so I'm, uh, I, my very first instrument, if I, if I take it way back, was, uh, I started off on drums and percussion. Gotcha. Uh, but, but I'm actually a jazz and classically trained bassist, actually all through college, I was, my minor was jazz performance on upright bass. Damn. Uh, so I have a lot of, you know, musical theory and things like that background, but, um, I just always had a passion for music, um, always wanted to pursue it. I never, I never wanted to pursue it in a, in a performance space as far as, like, on an instrument. Right. Um, so I kind of I kind of transitioned out of out of even though I still maintained the minor because I started off as actually a music a jazz major. Got you. Um, I transitioned that into a minor and then went more looking into like the music business side of things and, and kind of got into the the back end of uh, the music business and where I work. Uh, and even now, you know, I found success in songwriting and. Nice,
0: ladies and gentlemen. You know, it's 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 winter outside. Well, not yet officially, but it's getting cold out. It's officially cuffing season. So. My man, Archie, today is going to help you make sure that, you know, once you get your boo, all the stuff up under the bubble coats, the, you know, the, the what's it called, the the bubble jackets, the turtlenecks, Mm -hmm. the big sweaters, Archie going to help you all get all that right. Uh, Archie's recently won a couple of, well, not, excuse me, not a couple, but a few awards in, what's it, bodybuilding competitions, right? Or is it physique competitions? Physique. Okay. Okay. So yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. yo, tell us about the journey, Arch. How did you get started? Like you know, you know, from when I met you, you've always you know took care of yourself. But what made you think to like actually start competing?
1: Yeah, um, it's crazy because like you know, I don't I've always been in the gym because um, it, it really just the gym was always a place for me, kind of a place of therapy, more so just yeah, kind of let steam off, man. I always found uh, uh, a little you know release overall, but it was. um Mostly too, man. I always feel like the gym is one of them places that, really, I, I I would venture to say the only place that you are fully control of your of your results, right? There's no other variables, really, other than you. You go in, you put in the work, you will see results, right? And and the, and the amount of work you put in, that's the amount of results you'll get out, right? So it is. I don't think of any other place in life where there are no other variables really between you and what you know. What I mean, what you want to accomplish, right? So, exactly. um, I always took a sense of pride in that and knowing that you know what I what I, what I would get out. So. Um, the last, you know, I would say maybe five or six years, um, I got tight. A friend of mine, uh, he he's a bodybuilder, um, and he really mentored me. And uh, I, you know, I was I trained with him for for years, but not 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 to compete. But uh, he was always competing, right. so I kind of learned a little bit about the life of competition. Um, and he would tell me, like, bro, if you competed, man, you you would probably do really well. Like, I, I can get you right. You know, all the lessons that he learned, you know, and all all of the, you know." quote-unquote failures that, you know, he might have had all, along the way, you know, we, I could learn, I could, you know, take advantage and then learn from his wins and, and really just, you know, be on the right track. So, you know, from my perspective, it was like, you know, it's almost like a, a multimillionaire telling you, like, hey, let me make help you make a couple dollars, right? It's like, all right, well, you clearly know what you're doing. So <laughs> let, me, let me go ahead and do it because he's a pro bodybuilder, right? So it's like, all right. So anyway, um, so I decided to commit to it. You know, I, I knew kind of what it was going to take. And, I, and I'll be honest with you, like, the, the world of bodybuilder competition is, is an extreme. right? Um, and in many aspects, I, I would I would go ahead and say it's not even really healthy. But <laughs> um, as far as overall aesthetics, I mean, there's, there's nothing that'll, that'll make you better. You know what I mean? Right. So if there's anybody that's already kind of, you know, in the gym or, you know, doing your thing, if you really want to take it to the next level, I would say commit to doing a show, get with a coach, get with a trainer that, that has gone that path. And I promise you, you, you'll look if you if you if you follow the plan, you'll look the best you've ever looked in your entire life. I promise. You. I ain't gonna say you're gonna feel the best. <laughs> you will look. You will look the best. Right. So uh, yeah. So that's kind of how I got into it, man. When I made that commitment, um, and we trained hard, man. I think six months. Wow. Uh, I might have taken, and this is no exaggeration. I might have taken four or five days off in wow. six months that's from the gym. Nice. I, I went every day. You know, what I mean, with with the exception of a few days here and there, just because, like maybe work or something like that just got heavy and I had to, I had to skip or something like that. So um, it was insane. Um, I'm not going to lie. Like the training was intense. The diet, the diet is the toughest part. The training for me personally, you know, I know some people that just don't really like being in the gym. The training for me was the fun part. Right. So, you know, I, I, you know, I'd work hard and then, you know, I get a massage, you know, afterwards in there and then I'm I'm back in there the next day. But that diet, (laughs) that, that's, that's the real deal um, when when it comes to the world of competition. But
0: um, so let me yeah. let me ask you this um, because earlier you made a, a great point about like how fitness is one of the one of the only industries that you know you're kind of in control. Like a lot of the analogies that I that I make in life are actually about fitness because it's like you can't if you want to have a better body, you know, you want to look better, you want to get into a, you know an outfit that you haven't been able to fit in a while, then you have to feel a little bit of pain and discomfort you know what i mean like you got to go work out yeah. and eventually until your body adjusts to it um you're going to be sore you know you have to change what yeah. you're eating so you might not be able to have the red velvet cake three nights a week or two nights a week but eventually right you know you'll start to see those abs come in so with that being said i wanted to ask you like what was the driving force um you know when when those old habits started to kick in, like when you did want to have the, the the pizza with everything on it or the the slice of cake. What was the driving force that kept you committed to um, your fitness plan and the the competition?
1: Yeah, man. Like, really, it's I had that stake in the ground as far as knowing, like, all right, this is the date that this competition is. Right, so um, I think it was like June ninth or something along those lines. But let's let's just say June ninth, for example, of this year. It was in June. Gotcha. Um, and i knew like you know i'm okay i'm x amount of weeks out any slip up it can be huge you know what i mean and at the end of the day for me it was about you know i put in so much work that it, for me for me to eat one you know cookie and mess it all up mm. I, I i i might want to jump out of the window you know what i mean like <laughs> it just it just wasn't worth it so that's what kept me going and don't get me wrong it was tough and and i and i had some little cheats that i could do because like right. for the most part the the, the, the diet is keto Right so keto? it's a very, very very specific it's a very strict specific keto diet.
0: Okay, keto, got you.
1: Yeah, but um keto K E T O. Okay, got you. Um if anybody that's not familiar. So the keto diet is one that I I always recommend for people that want to lose weight. Um it's not always the best for long term, mm-hmm. but if you can commit to a keto diet for 2-3 months. Can you can You're, you, you're going to lose a lot of weight.
0: Can you um just b- briefly break down uh, what a keto diet is just in case like anybody listening doesn't know what it is?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So at, at the highest level, a keto diet is basically no carbs, no sugar. Um, it's considered like a very, very, very low carb. But if, on the extreme side of it, is just no carbs. So, so I didn't eat, I didn't eat carbs at all. Um, so my diet was mostly, you know, it was uh, lean turkey. Um, you know, it started off like lean turkey, some beef, and then that transitioned into mostly chicken. Uh, you know, a lot of eggs, and then uh, from there, it was most, it was pretty much fish. Um, only. Mm-hmm. And then uh and then after that it was the fish like well don't get me wrong, it's a lot of veggies too. So fish, asparagus, uh some Brussels sprouts, things like that. So uh long story short, <laughs> at the highest level of keto is basically no carbs. Gotcha. Okay. Uh and, and, and the science behind that and, and I'm sure somebody's gonna fact check it in the comments or something like that, so don't I'm not <laughs> speaking as if I'm a nutritionist. But basically how it works is, you know, carbs in your body are very readily available fuel sources. So what happens is Let's say you have fat on your body. When you eat carbs, your body is going to go to that first mm. to burn for energy and right. fuel throughout your day, right? Got you. If you remove carbs from your diet, then your body is now like, oh wait, we need something for fuel, so it's going to go to your fat, and that's why it starts burning through the fat, which is how you end up losing weight so fast. Um, the trade-off is your energy levels end up being super low. It's like it's a it, it's a trying thing, man. It's a mental challenge too because you really have to push through. Like you know, I'm still, I was still working full time. I'm you know I. I had stuff to do, so I'm on coffee all the time. Coffee is still keto, but I'm I'm getting whatever caffeine I can just to keep me going. So yeah, but to answer your question in short, the the keto diet is basically a a no carb, no sugar diet.
0: Gotcha. Sound like you? It's kind of like kind of like I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but the Sly diet. Because you got really ripped, dude. Like I remember seeing you like through the kind of through the transition. Like I said, you've always been in shape, but I remember seeing you like normal Archie that I see, buff Archie. I'm like, what the hell is going on with super buff Archie? And then I seen you like. (laughs) competition ready archie it was a crazy right, right. like transformation that you had
1: yeah and and a lot of that too man is, is the dehydration process like you you really have to dry yourself out when for the for the stage um because you need all definition you can get so a lot of that is is tricking your body to, to dehydrate which is, is an interesting process too because you have to you basically flood your body so you go from drinking like a gallon of water today to like two gallons at the peak mm-hmm. i was trying to get three gallons of water in wow. like a, I don't know if I ever hit three gallons, but I'm sure I hit two and a half some of them did. But uh, yeah. So what happens is your body goes into like a flushing mode, and then when you're like a week out, you pretty much cut it down. So I went from like three gallons to now I'm down to one, to now I'm down to half. And then like the day before the show, I might have had, you know, a cup of water. The day of the show, I might have had a cap full of water, like literally wow. just enough to get my mouth wet. Like it was that crazy. <laughs> but your body is still flushing water, so you just right. dehydrate. So that's, that's really, but those pictures that you were seeing with me on stage, man, I was the driest and most dehydrated (laughs) I've ever been in my life. (laughs) So yeah, man, it's
0: crazy. So So again, like I'm, I'm so fascinated because I've, you know, we've talked about this. I've had, you know, diet plans or, you know, fitness plans that I've been on that didn't really change my life too much. But when you're competing at the level you were competing at, how do you, like, how do you avoid the the nights out, you know, the friends with alcohol, you know, the nights out drinking. Like you had to I'm guessing you had to sacrifice all of that like the going out or at least when you did go out, yeah. you had to, you know. What was that process like?
1: Yeah, some of it is about really just preparing ahead of time um because you can you can have alcohol, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, the type of diet that you're on like you you would get lit real fast. So, right.
0: Got you. you know,
1: that's a, that can be a good trade-off, but like you can't mix your alcohol. So like if I'm drinking I'm not going to take a shot because that hit me too fast, mm-hmm. but I would sip. Like, gotcha. you know, I might sip some whiskey. I mean, most people say vodka is the best because it has the low, lowest amount of calories. I just don't like vodka. But overall, mm. like, even though it's kind of empty calories, that's not going to break you. Got gotcha. you. But one of the things with alcohol, too, that's tough in the process, um, you know, specifically to to the alcohol point is that um, it can throw off, like, your, your hormonal levels, too. Mm. So, you know, when you're training, you, you, you really try to ramp up your testosterone production. Like, it's going to have you producing muscle a lot. So, like, the diet and everything like that is focused around that. You want to get a lot of sleep. You know, you want your body to be really optimized for, you know, high testosterone levels, like, so you can produce as much muscle as you possibly can. The problem with alcohol is is that actually, uh, and again, I'm not a scientist, but what I do know about alcohol is that it can inhibit your testosterone production, so it Mm -hmm. can make your estrogen levels higher in general. Uh, Now, again, it's not not to an extreme where, obviously, you know, people drink all the time. It's not like you go on you know, transition from a man to a woman, right? But it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's still one of those things when you're talking about a competition, you want to be mindful of because you don't want to throw all your efforts away. So I would occasionally have a sip. right? But to be honest with you, man, it was more about the the preparation ahead of time. So, like, with the diet, like, I would literally be packing up my meals to take with me if I had to go out for the day. And then if I knew I was going to be out that night, I literally might have my meals in the car. Even though, that you know I mean, it's never something that I necessarily wanted to eat for flavor, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) that's what I had to eat, and it would keep me from doing something stupid and and going to McDonald's or something like that, which I, in general, don't really eat much, but don't get me wrong, I I have fast food occasionally, too, so during my training, I had to make sure I didn't slip up, right, so Mm -hmm. it it was really about the preparing ahead of time and just making sure you had, and, and then I would keep, like, little snacks on me, so, like, when I, the snacks I'm talking about, I might have some cashews in the car, or, or some turkey jerky, right? Something that, okay, even right. though it's not really in my diet, it's not going to break my diet. Right. Yeah.
0: High, like, protein stuff with uh, I, yep. I snack on a lot, of, a lot of jerkies and stuff. All right, so let me ask you this, Arch. Um, For the, the guy who's out there and, you know, he's interested in just starting fitness, not, maybe not competing yet, yeah. but he just wants to, you know, hey, he's looking at himself saying, man, I want to get in shape. What are some uh tips that you can give someone who's, uh, not really familiar with the with the fitness plan. Any, like, fitness plans or websites they should yeah, look yeah, at yeah. or supplements?
1: No, definitely. I, I would say the, the first thing is, is really prioritizing it for yourself. And this is the thing that I tell people, like, physical fitness is, is very much so a mental game because so many people feel intimidated by going into the gym. They feel like, you know, they don't know what they're doing. Um, so that, that kind of makes them, you know, veer away a little bit and they'll try to the add home stuff, but it's tougher to stick to. 'Cause you might not have the right equipment, etc. Or you're not seeing the results you want to see. But so my, my my personal opinion is you find a gym and join it, you know, because the equipment that's there is is invaluable, you know what I mean? So like you the the, the gym cost is definitely well worth it as far as what you have available to you. So right. especially if you get at a gym that has a sauna and a steam room. So you know what I mean, it's nice. So um I would say first and foremost, find a gym close by so that mm-hmm. way you don't have a reason to be like, Oh, I don't feel like driving like <laughs> Find one that's within five minutes of the house. I don't yep. care if it's a chain or not like get one that's always that can be worked well within your routine, right so even if it's something you go to on the way home from work um and then you have to prioritize. you have to make it a part of your day like to the extent that even before I got in the competition, it was important for me to train because I always felt just uh productive and again, it was a way for me just to have some me time and really just let loose some steam so right. for me, like I would have coworkers going a happy hour right Thursday, Friday. But that's my gym time. I always mm. go to a gym after work. So I would be like, no, nah, I can't go. Like, I got to go to the gym. And, you know, my coach would be like, well, you have to go. Like, yeah, that's my me time. Like, mm. the same way you block your day for wow. your for your meeting, this is still part of my day. Wow. So I can meet up with y'all after. You know what I mean? And, again, the, the irony is this. As much as people might be like, oh, man, come on, you can hang out. I'll be like, look, I look like me, and you look like you for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you don't break it down, like, and, and again, like, now, these are my friends, I would say that, too, but they get it. Like, yeah, 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 You know what yeah. I mean? So so when, when that conversation comes back around and we at the beach and they're like, man, I, I wish I could get in your shape. And I'm mm, like, I don't believe you. Like, wow. the same person trying to wow. go to happy hour every week. Yeah. Like, I don't believe you. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? It's one of those things that you have to mentally commit and really prioritize and make it part of your day. If you get in there a lot, you know what I mean? And don't get me wrong. Like, what you do in there is very important. But if you're in there and you're actually putting in some work an hour a day, you're going to see results. Mm-hmm the the most important part is just making sure you're doing things safely and, and and then finding a routine that that you can stick to um even if it's a routine that you feel like you know what I mean maybe like you can't do it all don't let that intimidate you so when when I say a, like find a routine I'll be specific um there's so many resources out there right you got all of the 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 IG influencer fitness guys you got the and you know on YouTube you can find a million things uh, one of my favorite resources is is an app called BodySpace BodySpace uh, Body Space is all one yeah, B O D Y S P A C E, BodySpace, Body oh, nice. Space, all one word. Okay. So, um, Bodybuilding dot com, um, which is you know a big uh, website in the fitness community, um, that's their app. The BodySpace app is their app. Right. Um, and on BodySpace, you can create routines. So you you have routines created by like big time bodybuilders, and they'll be like, "Look, this is what I do," oh, wow. and like they're literally giving you the blueprint, like right. for free, and, and the app is free, so you can go in there and literally follow routines. And I'll be honest, some of those routines, like I used to follow Arnold's routine. Hmm. So Arnold has one on there called the Blueprint, to Cut, and then he has one that's just like his his normal like walking routine. Mm-hmm. Um, and and those man, I'll be real like, it, it might have been a year before I finally got through the, the full workout. Right. Like I would always stop maybe eighty percent through. Like all right, this is enough. Like <laughs> this dude, I don't know, I don't know what kind of drugs he was on, but ain't no way. Right. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like if you know you're in there two and a half hours trying to finish it. Like you know, at a certain point you got to know like what, what's good for you. So I understand like. Being in the gym for two hours is not great for everybody, nor nor is it productive for everybody. So if you got an hour, you know what I mean and you, you kinda adjust but you make sure you, you maximize that hour. Um so I highly recommend the Body Space app and they and you can even search for routines based on like level if you're a beginner, and immediate advanced, based on what your overall goal is, fat loss, muscle building, et cetera, right? Um so it has a lot of different filters. Um so that that's one resource I recommend for somebody that doesn't have the money for a personal trainer or is just not ready for that. Mm-hmm. But if you got the, the funds I recommend getting a personal trainer and and being very clear what your goal is, and then hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. Tell them like, look, I want a timeline that you feel like I should be able to get here. If you give me the plan and say if this is what I stick to, and make sure you hold them accountable because a lot of personal trainers will just take your money. If I'm being real, like they'll they'll let you work out, and, but but in in their defense, all right, I'll say this in their defense. So many people will be like, "Oh, well, I don't want to do that, and I don't want to do this, and on oh, and that diet, that's too restricted for me." Or, you know, I'm vegan, so I need to be able to do X, Y, and Z. Like, I can't <laughs> put out carbs, and you know what I mean. So, again, like I've heard a million and a half excuses. Like again, we all have the internet. There, right. there, there are vegan bodybuilders, right? Um, which I have a personal opinion about because I don't know any bodybuilders that got that way being vegan. They normally transition to being vegan after mm-hmm. they're already big as hell. With one exception, and then I found out that guy was like 5'4". four. No disrespect to him, but you just can't put on muscle. <laughs> be a vegan. That's my personal opinion. I'm welcome for anybody to put, you know, what I mean, prove me wrong. But like, the only way you'd be able to do it is if you're drinking vegan protein powders all day long because you're gonna have to get a concentrated source of of protein. And and I could go on that tangent for a while because I've had this conversation. Be like, well, gorillas are vegan and look how big it must. Gorillas eat all day long. You can't do that. <laughs> so I don't want to hear that. But anyway. Uh, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you just got to find, coming back to the point, you, you want to find um, either a trainer, you know what I mean, that, that that can hold you accountable, you can hold them accountable, or you, you have to hold yourself accountable, find a routine, and stick to it.
0: Got you. So, okay, just and just, just to, you know, hit that, that pinpoint area, so w- what would you say maybe like three to four days a week, an hour a day is good, or what's, what's the, like, a, a good time and amount of days to go to make sure you're hitting results and stuff?
1: Yeah, I think that's optimal. I think, um, you know, if you can get three to four days in a week, that's, that should be good. You know, a lot of people, um, some some people I know, like, they like to keep their weekends open, so they'll always be like, you know, I'll go Monday, Tuesday, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, and then I got Friday, Saturday, Sunday open. Cool. Um, I know some people that are like, I have to work. I'm always too tired, so I'll do a Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, or Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, right, something like that. Um, but that that that's a pretty good split. Um, but honestly, I mean, even if you can only get two days in a week, you know, do it, you know, don't, don't make that out the thing. You know, I, I would say, I mean, I was, I was even one day a week. If you, if that's all you got, but just yeah. understand that your results are going to reflect your effort. Right? right. So if, if, if you see me in six months go, and, and you saw personally, Mark, right. Where I went from, you know, where I was at, obviously I wasn't out of shape, but like the shape that I got to was extreme. So right. in six months, seven days a week, right. That's what that took.
0: Um, now that's great, man. So um, I kind of want to transition a little bit. Um, one of the, the, the parts of the podcast that I like to to uh, go into um, is confidence. How does fitness, um, you know, influence your confidence levels? Like when you're in the gym working out, does that make you more confident yeah. of a man or is it just kind of like the same? What's that like?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's one of those weird things. It's a balance. Like if you're going to get to gym bros, you know what I mean? So while you're in the gym, and don't get me wrong, like, speaking from my personal perspective, when I'm in the gym, that's probably when I'm at my most arrogant, if I'm being honest. Like, I consider myself a laid-back guy. Like, I I like to live and let live. I want everybody to be comfortable. You know, I consider myself to be accommodating, and I want to create a, a you know, safe space in general in life, right? right? Where where nobody feels uncomfortable no matter, you know what I mean, what, what their walk of life is. But in the gym, I'm gonna be honest, like, that's the place where I think it's healthy to have an ego. It's healthy yeah. to have a little arrogance and edge to you because at the end of the day it's, it's like i said it's you pushing you so you you nobody else can do it for you in the gym you know what i mean so when i'm in there and i see somebody doing x y and z it's like nah you're not gonna outdo me mm. and even if you do i'm gonna make sure you're working like yeah yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. I, I and yeah. i'll respect it don't get me wrong because i know what i'm putting in right but i'm a, I'm a, i'm gonna lay it out like when well, by the time i leave the gym i'm like yo, i, I got nothing left in me cool you. you know what i mean so if so if you outdoing me by you know my amount of weight amount of reps I'm going to pay that respect because I know, you know what I mean? So, so for me, like when it comes to confidence in the gym, you know what I mean? It's one of those things where I feel like you, you almost have to fake it till you make it right. Right. Like, so don't let nobody intimidate you while you're in there. I don't care if you just starting out or not. If you feel better wearing your tank top, cause you can see, you know, the muscles moving while you're doing it. Even though the guy next to you might be a, a two time, you know what I mean? Bodybuilding pro and he's way bigger than you. Who cares? Cause mm-hmm. he started out the same way, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, so you got to gotta, gotta come on, go in there and knowing what your goal is and don't let nobody intimidate you away from that. So it don't matter, you know what I mean, if you're only doing a one plate or a 25 or an, right. and they got on 15 plates, you know what I mean, like, screw them. yeah Because at the end of the day, your journey, but make sure you go in there and you kill it. So when, when you're doing your one plate, don't don't half-ass it, you know what I mean? And that's how I look at it.
0: You, you said, like, a couple of things earlier, like you mentioned ego and edge, and I find that a lot of people, you know, shed a negative light on those, but I think, like, you know, just as a man in the world we live in, it's important to have, you know, some type of sense of uh, a heightened view of yourself. Like, you are better than whatever yeah. your circumstances are. You know, that edge, just a little bit of grit to get you through some of the tough times. So, um, what I want to ask you now is, you know, you touched a little bit about on the on the dating world. How has, like, fitness improved your dating life? Uh,
1: you know, it's it's funny because, that goes both ways. Like I mentioned earlier, like there's many women that are not attracted to the to the buff hard body, right? right? Like that's intimidating to some women. Like for one, and here's here's the flip side to it. While while they may sensationalize it on the internet and they may double tap the guy with this with the six pack on, on IG,
0: mm-hmm.
1: when when they meet that guy, a lot of times they either be like, Oh, he he got hoes and I ain't trying to do it. I mean he probably mm-hmm. full of himself. So, you know what I mean, like if I'm on a date with if I was on a date with somebody I actually like, you know what I mean, or like it's a first date and I'm trying to get to know him, I'll be honest, bro, I I might dress a little baggier clothes, slightly loose, a little bit. Like, you'll know I'm in shape, but I'm not right. trying to necessarily lead with that.
0: Got you. Because
1: then that becomes too much of a focal point and they'll think that that's all I have, right? Ah. So I want to make sure we can we can have a conversation, we can talk about it, and then I can explain to you why the gym is important to me. You know, it, it, it goes both ways. But I I will say, like, obviously, being in shape, being healthy, will always put you at an advantage. Mm. There There are some extremes to it, right? Like, as a bodybuilder, sometimes that's where you cross over into people having preconceived notions of you being a meathead or into yourself <laughs> or whatever, whatever. Right. Um, but, you know, again, that's an extreme. Right. If you're just somebody that, that wants to be in shape, you want to look good and feel good when you take your shirt off, that don't mean you got to have the most chiseled six-pack, but you know, not mean your, your clothes is laying right. Obviously, what that does for you overall for your own confidence, right, mm-hmm. makes a big difference. So if you are self-conscious and feel like, man, I wish I was in a little bit better shape, I'd lose a little weight, You know, maybe lean out of touch. Then those are the type of things that you have to prioritize, again, for yourself and take serious because I think that's ultimately what happens. Like, women, surprisingly enough, man, are not that picky when it comes to physique. It's kind of wild. Like, some of the most attractive women I've dated, like Mm -hmm. the most attractive women I've dated, the other men that I've seen them date were not in great shape. (laughs) But again... For them, it was about well, nah. This man treated me right. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he he was entertaining multiple women all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So a lot of times they would look at, like I said, at somebody who was built like me, right. and be like, nah, you are gonna be way too much of a headache, and I ain't even trying to be crying and stressing over somebody like you. I'm
0: gonna have to get you back on, um, because that's I feel like we got something right there to you know talk about. Because honestly, I feel like a lot of guys kind of deal with that where it's like you know yeah. you don't have the typical he's out here you know, being a headache to the woman, but instead he might be a good looking guy. And because he's a good looking guy who takes care of himself, maybe he has a high paying job. It's like women just automatically write him off like, oh, he's probably full of himself. And I don't want to, you know, deal with him at all.
1: Because yeah, Ar- sure. Archie
0: I ain't, and I ain't trying to put his I ain't trying to put his business out there. I humbly say this, but Archie's Archie's a good looking dude. You know, Archie's uh women like <laughs> women love them some arch. I can you know, I can <laughs> as arch friends I can say that women love them some arch, but you know, again, it's it's beyond, you know, his physical appearance. He also he's a kind person, he's a good person, you know, fun dude to be around. You, Definitely the type of guy you wanna go have a drink with, grab a bite to eat and watch a game with. So
1: I appreciate that a lot, bro. Like yeah, you know man. you know you good people, man. That's why I- I was, I was happy to do this uh, when, when you hit me up about it. So I, I greatly appreciate that.
0: Yo, appreciate it, man. So real quick before we wrap up, tell the people, I know you had mentioned some stuff earlier, Um, take some time just to kind of tell the people where they can find you, uh, the, the music, yeah. the song that you had produced, and um, just any other links or websites that you want to uh, shout out. Go ahead and lay that track for yeah, us. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, definitely. So the song, uh, Dark Skin, I wrote that one. Um, and that one was uh, uh, by Elijah Blake, D Smoke, uh, Duran Bernard, and Money Long. Um, that's streaming on all platforms now uh, Elijah Blake's album The Neon Neon uh, I have my project uh, was supposed to be out last year but we'll see uh, that's one of the things I am I'm, I'm, I have at the top of my priority list now to get my uh, pretty much my real debut project out in these streets um, so I'll be coming soon but you guys can find me on social media Archie What's The Move um, it's, it's spelled just like it sounds so Archie A-R-C-H-I-E What's The Move W-H-A-T-S-T-H-E-M-O-V-E um that's that's my handle on uh, IG uh and then for fitness specifically you can hit up what's the move fitness same thing, w-h-a-t-s uh t h e m o v e fitness f i t n e s s uh that's where i pretty much post exclusively just the fitness stuff and and i give like workout tips and routines etc um and yeah man like hit hit me anytime if anybody has any questions drop in my dm about you know working out fitness I, I never mind sharing one of my one of my favorite quotes uh, ever is as a candle loses nothing by lighting another candle. So if I can help anybody out, you know what I mean? I, I'm more than happy to, and, and you
0: know, we, we could all get it out here. Wow. All right. Arch, hang back uh, for a sec while I wrap this up. All right, y'all, appreciate yep. y'all checking it out. Archie gave y'all the, the, the tip. He was out here dropping golden nuggets. Again, thank you, Arch, for stopping through and, and being a blessing to us. Uh, y'all, make sure y'all check out the website for sports, dating, and lifestyle content, com. Also, you can follow us on IG. And Facebook at the good at, excuse me, TG three lifestyle spelled the same on both websites. Appreciate y'all. I'll check y'all on the next episode. We out.